You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and we have a special unplanned episode, and I'm excited to welcome Bridget Burrell, Burrell? Yes. to the show. I just met her uh, earlier today, and she's uh, considering being a host as well here on octalkradio.net. I found what she does very interesting. We have an opening on the program, and so I invited her to be my guest. So welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, this is episode number, let's see, 1,226. And uh, we're going to be talking about a bunch of different things. But first of all, uh, I have you as an occupational therapist. Yes. Uh, what is... What do you do as an occupational therapist, well, Bridget? Well, th- there's many areas, but the area I focus on is with children. Okay. Um, and I help them with sensory integration. So the typical children that I would be working with would be autistic children or children with CP, uh, cerebral C- palsy. Okay, thank you. Um, or behavior concerns. So it's usually the children that don't really fit in the box or our society the way that we want them to or that right. we need them to. Um, but I'm quoting people because really I don't want them to fit in. Right. Um, I would like it if they could fit in both worlds, their own world and where they need to. Do you do this as a private practice? Do you do it in conjunction with a a firm, the delivery of this part of your services? Um, I'm in private practice right now. I was with a sensory integration clinic, um, but I'm no longer there at this time. Um, I noticed that I actually was using a lot of my intuitive skills and helping the parents and helping the children at the same time. So I I was able to read what was going on in the home and with themselves and um, maybe some of the emotional concerns are actually getting in the way with the parenting of the autistic children or the behavior children. So I actually felt a little stuck in the sensory integration clinic because it was very insurance based and I want to start expanding and using um, my intuitive skills as well as the occupational therapy background to help those in need. What age children are you do work with? Well, typically um, about 3 to 18, but I like working with all ages. Um, I really like coaching parents and kind of giving them a different perspective of what's going on and where their child's coming from. I think with everything going on, parents have a difficult time really seeing their child from a different perspective. They're so worn out, they're tired, so they don't really see what's really happening in the dynamics and I'm able to look from outside usually when someone looks from the outside in it's a little easier to see what's going on right so that's kind of how I approach it Uh, yeah I would uh, my daughter worked for a while and she worked with a couple different agencies where she would go in and work with younger children who were late to start in an area or had a developmental challenge and and we would talk about um how stressful that is for the parents and my feeling is that when she came in and she made progress with the child the parents were a combination of overjoyed and relieved at the same time yes because it, it's as a as a parent all you really want for your child is to have the best shot at having a happy life as possible yes and children who have these type of challenges are are more challenged to, to live the life that we think they deserve mm-hmm Yes, you put it perfectly. Very well done. <laughs> okay, and, and so um, 
I, 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 I can empathize with what the work you must do and how gratifying it must be to be able to show the parents how through techniques and skills they can actually develop, help their child develop? Yes. Um, what I found though is that the parents are really overwhelmed. I mean, we really expect a lot from our parents nowadays and there's so much going on that I really was feeling compassion for them and I, through my, I'd say, intuitive work, I could see if they shifted some other things. So I really work with energy um, and some okay. people can call it like chakras or auras sure. or higher power. But I really work with that aspect as well. And I noticed I was working with that aspect, but I couldn't really share that with them because of insurance reasons. Okay. So that's why I'm taking a step back and I really want to kind of get out of the restrictions and be able to be really straightforward. Hey, this is what's going on. Um, so, so let's talk about that aspect of your practice. Okay. As you can tell, I'm quite passionate about it because right. I keep going in that right. direction. And, and I, I was hoping to set the foundation first and <laughs> Thank you I think so we much. did and now we can move on <laughs> lovely all right describe what it is that you believe you have skills beyond what we've already talked about what 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 are you sensing and feeling and able to pick up on that others might not be able to well it started when I was sick I actually had fatigue um, the doctors couldn't figure out what was going on um, and so I started seeing an acupuncturist, and through the acupuncturist, uh, he would start telling me about different points he was doing, and, and I would feel different sensations. And then I started kind of telling him what was going on and what was going on with my body. And then I just noticed I really had a skill to read people. I've been actually, I had the skill since I was a child. I would actually get in trouble. I think I'd go over to a friend's house and kind of make a comment to a parent, unknowing that there was problems in the home or mm -hmm. I happened to just hit something on the head that was sensitive. Okay, um, so, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, what are you reading? Uh, you know, it's really difficult to describe, but I'll try. Is it cognitive? or is it sensory or is it what are you it's all of it so i believe we all have this gift and skill um, not all of us are really aware of it um, and a lot of us use it but it's i don't really have the words but i'd say that okay i'll give you an example with okay. me um i do oracle card readings and so i will talk to the person see what's going on and we'll we'll use the cards to kind of pull out some images and through the images depending on what kind of sticks out or i can kind of get a, like a whisper sensation come into my body okay. that tells me hey this is what's going on or i can have an image so there's different ways that we actually can get information from the non-physical world right. um, some are visual some are um, kind of the third eye or our uh, what do you call it just that kind of like when you picture a dog if I asked you to pick picture a dog with spots on it and it had a red collar mm -hmm. right you can see you're seeing it right now right. so that's kind of what happens I'll have those kind of images come in and there's nothing really dictating it okay does does it happen equally with all people does it happen more with some does it happen different times in spaces where you are is it is it the sender or is it you as the receiver that might be more in tune with some people than others, or is it universal? Um, I think you just described it perfectly. It's It depends on the person, how open they are. Like You are more open, so I would be able to read you a little bit easier. Okay. Where there are some people who are more closed off, I actually can physically feel the wall um, really? in their heart chest. Um, and I can see things in their eyes as well, like there's different pressures that happen, or I see light sparkling. But it's, again, it's back in that um, 
uh, I'm losing the word. I can't find the word right now. Um, but it's it's that third or that mind's eye. That's what I was looking okay. for. It's kind of the mind's eye. But I actually will get feelings and memories come up that guide me to, hey, this is a possibility. Okay, so it's sort of setting a trail for you to follow in your yes. questions and then the person's responding and, yes. and you go on a journey together, it mm-hmm. sounds like. Mm-hmm. And the person may not even realize or know where you're going. And you don't know where you're I going. I don't know where I'm going either. Yes, it's to me, it's a higher guidance right. guiding me. Right. Um, and I noticed that actually in the twelve step groups, there's a lot of twelve step groups out there. One of them is a, um, sure. AA. Right. Um, they talk about higher power, and people use that higher power, and they actually experience some great healing. Okay. But <laughs> did I go off on a different tangent? Not at all. But yes. It's uh, quite, I've, I've got to take a short break. Okay. Will you come back and we? I would love to. Okay. So Thank you. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening to us live on octalkradio.net or maybe on iTunes as a podcast, uh, stay around. Bridget and I have uncharted territory to go into the next block, so I hope you'll stay with us and be back after this word from me. Best-selling author Richard Franzi's written what Marshall Goldsmith has called an incredibly poignant foray into the realm of unintended consequences of executives' decisions. In Killing Cats Leads to Rats, Mitigating the Unintended Consequences of Business Decisions, Richard Franzi takes a close look at the impact of unintended consequences on business performance and employee engagement. Through the retelling of the experiences of executives at Pepsi, Wells Fargo, Kodak, Volkswagen, and many others, Richard paints a compelling real-world account for how executives leading firms of all sizes must do a better job of anticipating and controlling the outcomes of their strategic business decisions. Killing Cats Leads to Rats is available through major bookstores in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook formats. To learn more, visit www.richardfranzi.com. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. All of our shows can be heard anytime, anytime, ladies and gentlemen, on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, hundreds of former guest websites who've been on our show, and they put the player on their website. You know, since we started this program in 2009, we've reached hundreds of thousands of listeners with our live stream here on octalkradio.net and the podcasts and YouTube and the other platforms that we use. Simply type in Critical Mass Radio Show into your favorite podcasting platform and you'll get the weekly updates with great guests like Bridget Burrell, who is an occupational therapist and an intuitive. Yes, intuitive oh, reader. Intuitive reader. Yes. All right. <laughs> so we're talking about a journey. And you and I are on this journey. This is yes. a totally unscripted radio show, ladies and gentlemen. We're, we're going where it takes us, right? It's exciting, it yes. Is. And this is how life is, is lived to its fullest. Just the trusting moment. the process, yes. In and the going mm-hmm, In the moment. People do not spend enough time in the moment. Mm-mm. They worry. Yes. Forward and back <laughs> about things that are out of their control. Who, who is most likely the type of person that you can work with and help? I'd say those who are open to other possibilities, um, who may be interested in crystal stones, who know there's more out there than what we're actually seeing um, with our physical body. Those tend to be those who will actually listen to the information I have to give them and take some steps to um, heal a part of their life or to change a part of their life. I can work with 
those who are maybe not so much into that aspect, but it's a little harder for them to move and it's a little harder for me to get information out of them. If they're willing to share a little bit with me, then I can get a lot. But it's, if it's sounds, I'm sorry to interrupt you, no, but it ahead. sounds like it's self-discovery. Like what you're really doing is helping them to maybe learn something about themselves that they haven't realized or recognized. I'm struggling for the word, but you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. Mm -hmm. See, it's again, you're, I give them an opportunity to have someone look out from the outside perspective. Right. I actually wish I had one of me. I wish I had a Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a lot easier on my life. So you can't do it for yourself? <laughs> no, I can't do it for myself. <laughs> it's a little hard, harder. I'm getting better at it, but okay. it's a little harder because I also have all my past history. I have all those emotions still in my body. I still have that DNA, you know, I mm -hmm. still have my kind of tunnel vision. I'm working to expand it and I use a great deal of tools, but I still have that you know, this is all I can see. So I come in and help people kind of see a different perspective. It seems to me the uh, you said something in the first block that I agree with, which is the talent that you have become aware of in your refining is somewhat available to most people, but we don't believe it or we don't pursue it or we don't enact with it. You know what I'm saying? Because I think the human condition, there's more, we have more capabilities than we've been led to believe Yes. as being an organic animal uh, you know there's there's other parts of us that we're not in touch with whether that's coming from eastern religion and belief system but it seems to me in western culture we've kind of shut those avenues off to the body we have and i could definitely talk about that um we're actually in the uh the western religion we're actually taught to listen to our leaders instead of ourselves but that's starting to change we're actually starting to listen to our own guidance right. so that's one of the reasons why that part is shut down on us we're also taught that our parents know best and our elders know best which they actually do they have great wisdom yes but the children that are being born now actually can see things and feel things that their parents can't mm -hmm. but then when their parents those who they see as their elders are telling them oh you don't know what you're talking about or shush shush then they start denying themselves and then actually their energy and their body start shutting down and then mm -hmm. they start having self-doubt so I would love it if I could coach parents to kind of help their children work through that or that they stop shutting their children's children's intuition down or just shutting their children down and yeah. they don't even realize they're doing it. I see it constantly. I actually see a lot of pain happening where parents mm. just make the slightest comment and it hurts the child and they, they're not even aware of it. Right. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. I think things can be said that kids carry with them for a long time. Mm -hmm. It was unattended by the parent. Maybe so they were tired or yeah. stressed and they not the best version of themselves. Or that's how they were taught when they were younger. Okay. <laughs> really right. Right, they're they're learning it's right. kind of we get programmed when we're young and so we just especially in stressful situations or when we want to be the best that we can be we're going to go back to the history and those memories and kind of pull those forward and talk to our child that way um, but the my purpose is to bring awareness of what's happening kind of open up a new possibility mm -hmm. um, and look at things at a different perspective and that can be really uncomfortable right. <laughs> for people. Right. But I'm, I want to love them through it and be compassionate. And really, that's the big thing is being compassionate and just um, seeing them as a beautiful human being who's just doing the best they can. Hmm. 
So if someone would like to learn more about you, Bridget, maybe reach out to you. Do, do you have a digital footprint that they can connect with? I am on Twitter, okay. and it's my first and last name. I'm can also, you spell it? Um, yes. So my first name is B-R-I-D-G-E-T, which is Bridget. It's actually more of the Irish way, not the French way. And then the last name is Burrell, and it's B as in boy, U-R-R-E-L-L. So I'm on Instagram, um, I'm on Facebook, and I'm also on Twitter. Um, and then if they want to give me a call, it's 801-518-2711. 801-518-2711 and they can set up an appointment with me we can do it over the phone or FaceTime oh, or you we can, can do find it over it. the mm -hmm. phone? Oh yes, I love doing it that way So actually. you can you can get a reading over the phone? Yes, I can get a reading over a phone and I'm $80 an hour mm -hmm. um, and then I'm willing to we can actually shorten that if they just want a half an hour but most people honestly once we get started they want more Right. Um, I really enjoy doing the card readings because it makes it a little bit more relaxed we can put the cards on the table there's not so much focus on me and them so I really like doing that um, it seems to be a little bit easier for people but really I don't need oracle cards to read people I can just walk down the street and say hi and I can actually get quite a bit of reading off them. It, it seems to me to be a, a good opportunity to believe that the universe is trying to give you messages if you're open to receive them. Oh my gosh, yes, right? yes, yes. What's, what's the harm in that? <laughs> None at all. And there's just little things that we can do. If we change little subtle things in our life, we actually create big opportunities and really? big shifts, yes. So you're saying some people are their own block? Like they're actually putting up their own. Uh, we're all our own blocks, yes, a hundred percent, and even getting in the way of other people and our okay. loved ones. Okay. So. And that's yeah. unintentional, but no, it is. Oh yeah. Right. Of course. Something we all you maybe want the most, you're actually doing something or behaving in a way that's making it impossible to get it. And it could be the slightest thing. Right. The slightest thing. Attitudinal yes. thing. Or yes. And again, that's why I want one of me. <laughs> right. So I wish one of me was out there. Well, if but you're out not. there, contact Bridget. <laughs> there may be a kindred spirit. Who knows? Oh, that would We're be reaching fabulous. a lot of people, baby. There may be one. <laughs> the more, the merrier. The right. more of us together. Yes. Um, and I believe there's a Christian saying, if you gather in my name more than one, then there's more power or something like that. I can't remember it. But it's actually actually true. A lot of religions have such truth in it and we can actually use those right. tools to get what we want and actually live in peace and live in love and, and live with abundance. I know that's, that's words that are just thrown around, but it really is possible. Right. And I experience it every day. Hmm. And if um, the more people we have in our tribe, the more powerful we are and the more we can create. Well, this has been an unexpected joy. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you for being thank a you. new friend. Yes. I, I made a friend today. Yes, you did. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, we have to call this segment over with Bridget Burrell. Hopefully, you will follow up with her. I'd like to thank our engineer for today, Paul Roberts, who invited Bridget into the studio. And our producers, without you, know, you, we wouldn't be able to do this show. And you are Joan Park. Crystal Nunley and Haley Stern. If you'd like to connect with me, I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I, and I can be found on LinkedIn. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.